yourselves. Hi, um, I'm Elise. And I'm Chi Chi. And I'm May, and today we're going to talk about body image, or like just kind of like the floating topics around body image. And um, so it goes around that image that I, I showed you to earlier, and that's what like started the conversation of why I wanted to have the, the podcast, because I thought it was so interesting, because even in our lifetime, body image has changed like two or three times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, from when we were younger, like, like young, young, and then like now as 20-somethings. Yeah. I wonder, was there like an in-between stage? Like I feel like skinny. it was like, like, it was like anorexia skinny, like Lizzie yeah. Lohan, Nicole yeah. Richie skinny, and then it went, I don't know, was it like an in-between time? I can't remember. I feel like I'm from skinny to like small waist, thick ass. Yeah. Kind of thing. I think that like Nicki Minaj kind of like, yeah. yeah. It's that time, like when Nicki was big, it was kind of like, okay, you want like yeah. that's when I realized like, like the Kim oh, K body yeah mm -hmm. Kim K but it was interesting when Kim K came out though it was more like oh she like you can be curvy and like you know and like love your body and all that stuff and then it just kind of escalated from there right then that was like oh now that's the ideal body type yeah. not like she's embracing her curves that's yeah. like oh that's what you're supposed to look like right? yeah but I clearly remember when I was younger going thinking like, I'm like okay I need to have like small waist no thighs like I just remember like oh my god my thighs touch and I'm 12 like I'm like this is not okay like I have fat thighs yeah. I was like this is not gonna work and then I just remember like low rise like mm. oh my god yes and I'm like oh I need a flat stomach mm. no thighs and then like ass was not like, right thought well I'm sure you had ass but <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> fine like you know but I will have thighs but no ass so it was just like what's going on yeah um but like to me that didn't even matter I wanted like I didn't care for ass and I wanted no thighs and I just remember oh like are my boobs gonna get bigger like are they gonna grow in like yeah. I'm like oh they're growing in like oh that's great but then now I kind of feel like there's like this weird like de-emphasis on boobs but I agree. Like, I feel like there was a time where, like, Pamela Anderson was big, and Ooh, yeah. there was a huge emphasis on large breasts, and then that's kind of gone out the window now. No one, now it's about, like, your hip to thigh and butt ratio, right? And also being fit. I feel like being fit is kind of yeah. more um, prioritized now. Interesting. I don't know. I don't think I've ever, I feel like growing up, or maybe when I was growing up, it was always like, you need an ass, ass. I feel like it was always like ass, 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 ass. Well, you're from Atlanta, right? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Because I was like, I wasn't thinking about ass. <laughs> I wasn't either. Yo, I, I feel like in the West Coast. Coast. Yeah, so I think yeah. that was like a separation. That's so interesting. Wait, what was it in the West Coast? Was it just like... It was like the Paris Hiltons and I remember oh, Britney Spears was like the body, yeah. like the so that it was like like skinny, skinny, yeah. like yeah. no fat on your body, like yeah. low rise jeans, and you could see like the the bone, the hip bone, like, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, clavicles popping <laughs> out. <laughs> oh yeah, the little okay. like collarbones and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think if anything, breasts were emphasized, but I mean, not even as much, right? So yeah, I mean, boob jobs were way bigger back. Yeah, then. they were. That's crazy. Yeah, but butt, butts were not a thing. No one so got butt injections or years. butt implants. No. See, I remember thinking like, oh, it was all like butt, butt. And then I was like, oh, well, I have boobs. So like, that's, that's fine. Like, you know, like, yeah. oh, I got it. It's like, oh, we have like one or the other. You have it, like you have boobs or you have ass. And I was like, well, I got the boobs. Right. So, like, <laughs> like, guess I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's so interesting. I, I feel like it's, I wonder where that like stems from though, where it's like, I feel like it's just now becoming like, oh, like, love yourself, like, love your body, like, don't do it for anybody else. But I feel like back then, it was more of like, I need an ass, like, please, I, you know, like, more like, mm -hmm. you know, men want that? a fat ass. Yeah, it was like, men want this. So, like, you know, it was like, oh, like, big boots, you know, Anderson, like, oh, let's get that. Da, 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 yeah. But now it's like, no, like, I don't care what you, what you want. Right. Like, if I want to get fit, I'm going to get fit. That's not a third. Or if I don't, I don't. Right. And I'm going to look great and feel confident in my body. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. Do you think there was like a switch from like, okay, this is what I need to look like, and then figuring out, like, what was that kind of switch between this is what I need to look like because everyone says this is the ideal body type, and then like, this is me? Hmm. I feel like that happened within like the last year or two, for sure. 
and just this like rising consciousness especially on social media and people really embracing themselves in their bodies mm-hmm. and like this rising feminism and yeah now I think people are more like fuck you I look like what I look like I'm gonna yeah. all of it um yeah. but we are definitely like departing from the I need a big butt or I need yeah. a big breast or I need a flat tummy with abs like mm-hmm. now it's a free-for-all yeah I feel like for me it was like senior of college and I was just kind of like that's when I like hit my it was like a it was a thing I was like oh like I feel like I just need to like get on a steady well because I was like like uh sporty or whatever in high school and like college was like kind of lacking and then senior year I was like I should just like I guess start like adulting and like start like trying to eat right or whatever and like kick it up a little bit and I started like running that's when I started like my whole like running fitness thing Mm -hmm. and whatnot and then that's when I mentally was like yeah I'm just gonna like start getting fit for myself and like for Mm -hmm. my health and like all that stuff I don't know and then you were kind of like understanding yeah and then it's like more like I guess like as you get older you get more confident too yeah yeah so it just kind of goes along with that like hand in hand in a sense yeah. Do you think other people perceive body, like body image, the same way you two perceive it right now? It's a process. It's very subjective. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people have their own personal traumas and insecurities and things that they hold in. Um, I do think that like body image is still a very prevalent issue, especially amongst women, but even young men. Um, older men people don't speak about it you know mm-hmm. like a lot of guys get really self-conscious if they don't have like big guns yeah. you know or well like, Drake remember there was yeah. that like Drake airbrushed oh, yeah. or something yeah. that injected himself because this is just pressure yeah. to be like oh, I'm a big strong man you know what I mean mm-hmm. if you don't have that mm-hmm. I'm sure guys would clown you or clown each other right um, but with women I think that the body image thing definitely still exists and I'd be lying if I said I didn't experience it all the time you know yeah especially with like instagram and social media like you're constantly comparing yourself to Mm -hmm. other people it's hard not to be like damn like my ass doesn't look like that or like Mm -hmm. my waist isn't that small you know Mm -hmm. yeah even till this day like we're about to go to the pool and i'm like oh gotta keep my cover up on i'm like (laughs) we like we ate so much at like midnight last night i was just like this has not been digested yet that's what i'm saying food and I was I was eating that red velvet cheesecake I was like oh let me go to Russia today like let me go right I feel like everyone was like oh I can't wait to work out tomorrow and I wonder if that's like because we know we want to like digest or Mm -hmm. is because like oh we got to keep up our Mm -hmm. body yeah I don't know if there's it's maybe it's like a combination of the two but like even the guys like it wasn't just us girls who Mm -hmm. said that but like Mars and Juwan yeah. and Sean were like, oh, we have our gains too. We want yeah. to make sure we yeah. keep up with those. Yeah. So, and even today, it's so weird now that we're talking about like men and body image because mm-hmm. I like came, I went to Runyon and I saw all these guys walk mm-hmm. with shirtless and mm-hmm. they all had pecs and mm-hmm. all had six packs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, because what if you were a guy and you mm-hmm. see this yeah. everywhere? Yeah. You're like, I don't have pecs or I don't have a six pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I got a little like loving in different places and like things are jiggling as I'm moving. Like, you know, and I, I'm just like thinking, does that affect, how does that affect them and how they feel? Cause I'm thinking too now, cause like Trey songs blew up after he started getting fit, cut mm-hmm. his hair, mm-hmm. got fit. And people were like, Oh, like Who's he's he? a sex symbol yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. But before, when he did, wasn't, he was never, he wasn't always buff, and he didn't always look defined. Right. But he blew up once he became, like, this chiseled, like, god. Sex symbol, yeah. Right. And Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah. People are obsessed with him and, like, trying to, like, <laughs> figure out his training plan. Mm-hmm. And, like, his trainer blew up, I'm sure, yeah. after, like, you know, Black Panther and all that stuff. Yeah. And Creed and everything, so. Yeah. But that's a topic I'm really curious about because it's just not a perspective you hear a lot, you know, about men talking about their body insecurities. Yeah. They don't that's talk about it. You know they feel it. Yeah. But they don't. So I would, I think that should be the next episode, Because I taught like a class, not a class, but I did like a presentation on it and we did like body image for girls and guys yeah. and they were showing G.I. Joe from like the 
50s and 60s and what G.I. Joe, I don't actually know if it's 50s, 60s. Yeah. I don't know mm -hmm. what G.I. Joe is. Yeah. Yeah. Just old and long yeah. time. Yeah. And it was like G.I. Joe now. And so G.I. Joe was a regular army dude. Uh -huh. Like just wearing his uniform, regular guy, buzz cut or like short cut. And then like now you see this huge, like his guns are the bigger than the size of his head. Like yeah. every muscle is like defined on his body. He's barely wearing clothes. Whereas before when it was first started, mm -hmm. fully clothed man, yeah. regular True. body. Even like when you think about growing up with Barbies, and I'm just not thinking about this. It was like, why were they like this, like yeah. stick figures, long you know, legs, just, minimal torso, right? And you're just like, that is not how like little girls should be growing up. Cause it's it all stems from like when you are literally so young, like when you're so young, and you mm -hmm. see like all these like models and like all this stuff, and it's like, oh, they're so like Bella Hadid, like, yeah. mm -hmm. and you're just like, they're so skinny, and it's like that. Probably on <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just it's, yeah, it's a lot. And I think I feel like when like brats like brats oh, dolls, brats dolls. When they came out, they had like I was like, yes. oh, okay, they have like, big heads, right? big old heads, yo. <laughs> like is they that yeah? Because they're I feel like both dolls were unbalanced. Yeah, kind of like put them somewhere yeah. and fall over. Yeah, yeah. Like, head too big, boots yeah. too big, <laughs> ass too big. It was yeah. like all like just not coming together. Um, but like, I even think within cultures too, mm -hmm. body image is different. Oh, for sure. Like just me and Chi can probably speak from like the African American perspective. Mm -hmm. Like, especially right now, like a big ass is like everything. And that wasn't something like I have a healthy backside, <laughs> but it wasn't something I was really conscious or aware of, to be honest, for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like not until like late college years and then it wasn't until after like I joined a sorority and I was like a little more social people were like like commenting that like wow like you really big butt no <laughs> but then I took that I was like oh like this is what people like, this is what men like mm -hmm. and I've started to wear things to like accentuate my backside yeah. and like do like you know if at a party I would like dance in a way that would like accentuate that so I think it is like definitely something on our minds to be like, oh my gosh, like does my butt look good? Do mm -hmm. I need to do I do do more squats? Do I need to yeah. do more deadlifts? Like what do I need to do yeah. to make sure like I'm packing? You mm -hmm. know, right? Like curved back, like yeah, stuff. And I'm just like over here, like I've just accepted the fact that like my ass is not gonna get any bigger than what it is. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting how like I guess being Nigerian, like in Nigeria, they have this thing called thick madam. And that means, yeah. like, like the thicker that you are, the more, like, I guess, valuable and looked at you are. Because that just means okay. you're more, like, you're more healthy and, like, you have some wealth to you. And, like, you know, you're, do you're doing well in your life. Like, so thick or big? Like, is there a difference between, like, thick or, like, overall? It's just, or... like, it's, I think it's just, like... Well, both, I guess. I don't mm, know. Okay. Like, it's more so like, it's, it's still both thick, madam. Even if, yeah, even if it's, yeah, like thick. That's, we should break down the definition between, like, I guess, thick and yeah, overweight. Yeah, let's talk about yeah. that. Because so you like, can be overweight and thick. Like, you, I yeah, think you exactly. can be Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, like, the common perception of thick as a woman or like the ideal body type is uh -huh. like that tiny, ridiculous, non existent waist. Uh -huh. yeah. And then, like, thick thighs that, um, minimal jiggle probably in like a healthy size but but still like nose tummy right yeah so I think that's what people want thick to be in probably mm -hmm. like some sizable breasts like um, but then again like you also think of women who like my type like you have a little more love and like you know it's just it's a weird like where do you find the line between like thick and like overweight yeah, yeah. but I like I guess I don't even, I don't even, I don't want to like come off of that, like be offensive. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like I consider like overweight when it's like, you know, you like watch those shows and it's like people who like need like, a, like a lot of help getting out of bed and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like that to me is just, oh, but I'm, I feel like, like thick, thick, I feel like that's beyond. Yeah. Like, like that, that kind of, yeah, those okay. shows and everything. That's like, but I think like that's like beyond overweight. That's like morbidly obese. Yeah. Yeah. That's like. Using medical terms. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like there's a you're overweight way before that point. Mm -hmm. Because like I think you can still because I think people can look skinny or look petite, but still be overweight because maybe all the meat on their body is fat. Yeah, I think the 
the like medical definition of overweight would mm-hmm. be like within your age range and like you know your height like, and BMI. everything. Right. If yeah. you're like but isn't 20 BMI, or didn't that. they say like BMI was kind of like a made up? It's a hoax because yeah. a lot of people like. For me, it'll be like, oh, because of my height and weight, I'm overweight, but a lot of my body is muscle. Mm-hmm. And right. so it's like, and it doesn't take that into account, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's not. And I also don't think someone will look at you and be like, she's overweight. Like, you know, I guess yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, I, I, people I are know. different. Like, yeah, everybody's exactly. different. There's not like one set standard for yeah. well, overweight. I think that those medical standards are also causing a lot of insecurity with yeah. people. And like, mm-hmm. learning to figure out their body, like, everyone has a different genetic set. Right? Exactly. My body is not like your body is uh-huh. not like your body right. and my standard will shouldn't have to equate to yours. Yeah. So I think that's a lot of that's an issue too. Yeah. Right? Like, oh if I weigh this number people are so fixated on the numbers. I stopped weighing myself a long time. Yeah. And I, I found it I've been on a recent health journey and I found it more helpful not to weigh myself mm-hmm. as often. Because okay. you get fixated on it and like you're not really measuring the actual changes that are mm-hmm. happening in your body. Because that's just the weight, not yeah. muscle yeah. weight, not And fat. weight is literally, like, the water in your body, the fat, the muscle. The muscle yeah. Like, you could be bloated that day and you gain five pounds. Does that mean you're a whale? No. Mm-hmm. It just means you have a little extra water in yeah. you. You know? So stuff like that, I think, yeah. really negatively impacts people's perceptions of their bodies. Yeah. Like, I feel like people, like, look at me and you're like, oh, like, you're skinny. And it's like, sure, but I am, like, I'm heavy. I'm heavy. Mu- I'm heavy Nigerian muscle. Like, I'm, like, like majority <laughs> of me... <laughs> Majority of me is like dense muscle. Yeah, it's just like okay, take my besides like surgery and all like yeah. that's not even realistic like you can't be like a 24 in the waist and then be like a what like 36 yeah. or more like that's just not yeah i, I don't understand i, don't I, I think it's that. not realistic for everybody type mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i know some women who do naturally have that but that's just in there like you said like the genetic yeah, set the yeah. but like it is it isn't healthy to assume like everyone should strive to achieve that body, that's just not realistic. That's yeah. not how everyone is built. Yeah. And yeah. like I remember they said like the ideal body type, only seven percent of women like will probably have that in their genes to have that. Yeah. Which makes sense because they're only probably seven percent of women yeah. have that in them to be small, tiny waist, yeah. thick, mm-hmm. you know, thick thighs. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting when like I think the Victoria's Secret fashion show kind of like lost some like viewers and everything this past year, but it's going to be so interesting when they finally have to like start, you know, like interviewing people who are on a thicker side because they're just going to, because Victoria's Secret's on the decline. It's exactly. not even just a fashion show, like they're closing hundreds of stores Yeah, yeah. because people are not buying into their product, what they're seeing are women with body types that don't reflect their own. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas other brands like Aerie... Fenty. Um, Fenty. Fenty. If you look at Fenty's website, yes. it is all shapes and sizes. And that's just reality. Yeah. Like, that's what makes sense. Like, you look at Victoria's Secret and it's just this... Like, I cannot relate to this woman. Right. Like, mm-hmm. she looks beautiful, yeah. but that's not... I don't see myself when I look at yeah. her. Yeah, so I'm not going to buy into your product. Right. Um, and I think that brands yeah. are doing a better job of yeah. diversifying, but like... Even yeah. like Khloe Kardashian... Even though her, I don't think her body is... Oh, Good American. Good American. Yeah. yeah. I love that about Exactly. Them. And I've heard great things. I heard their jeans are like buttery. Uh-huh. Ooh. Oh, no. I bought a pair oh. and it did not go up my calves. Oh. What? I have thick calves though, y'all. They just... Hmm. It's all muscles. They're not that buttery. <laughs> They're not that buttery. I know. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Maybach, girl. Maybach. I've been telling you. I know. I know. I mean, oh, just made well have great jeans? Dope jeans. Oh, yeah. Okay. I need to get in there. It's just... Yeah. I... Another thing on body type, because I do, like, it's so hard buying jeans. I hate buying jeans. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Because, like, like I said, I have big calves, I have big thighs, big butt. Like, it doesn't, things do not come up mm-hmm. the legs. <laughs> so, What's that song, me. Apple Bottom? Is that Apple Bottom? Bring the Apple Bottoms back, because I need them. Baby <laughs> fat is going to make clothes. Yes, making a comeback. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. 
hard. Talk about jeans. Topshop has like great jeans that like emphasize in the right places, but I feel like snatches me in like the right okay. places. Snatch it up. Snatch it, honey. Just like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like here. Like here. It's all it's all like an illusion because, you know, once you let things hang, it's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> Also that's kinda of interesting too, like wearing like Spanx, so like how people have you guys seen those? Um, I guess those spanks that like are in, on Instagram, and it's like if you put them up, like everything is just like it's like if you have like um, like love handles and everything, it's just mm-hmm. that it's just it's like sucked all together. Oh. And I'm just like, but then what happens if you do just like take it off? And it's like, oh, yeah. that's not that's not the one I saw, yeah, <laughs> like, okay. doing the lights are off, you know. <laughs> I do wear Spanx and they are wonderful. No, like, Spanx are great. Yeah, they suck it all in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gets me all the way together real quick. <laughs> that's like perfect when you have a place to go. You're like, oh yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. Because like to me, I think sometimes clothes is like I want to look away. Like this is how I want to look in this mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. This is how I want to look. Not because I want other people to see me looking True. like this. Yeah. Like I want to look like this today, and this is how I want to like achieve that. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like Spanx does that. Yeah. Hopefully, people are doing it for themselves and not like, oh, I want to make sure. That I yeah. Do. Well, speaking of people like modifying certain, like wearing clothes that modify their body, what about like women who seek out surgery mm. and, you know, liposuction and things like that? Like, what do you guys think about? I'm all for surgery surgeries. if you are doing it for yourself. I'm all for like, if you are insecure, insecurity is, is a bitch. Like, if you're all, if you mm-hmm. are insecure about your boobs, mm-hmm. whatever, like, get mm-hmm. that, get that C cup, D cup, like, go for right, it. Yeah. Like, I think if you're doing it internally for yourself, if I've heard so many stories, like, on the news or whatever, when it's like women are doing it because they're boyfriends or like partners or whatever, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like, maybe you should be a D cup. And they're like, okay, and then they break up. And it's just like, well, no, because now you're not satisfied with you, you know? Yeah. So I think if it's, truly for yourself and like do you <laughs> I agree like I if you feel like it's gonna increase your confidence yeah, in I, yourself and you're not being pressured by someone else and, or if you're not like making a rash decision and yeah. just like being impulsive mm-hmm. and you feel 100% confident that this yeah. is what you want then yeah go for it I have no, nothing against it I just feel bad for people who like go and get botched surgeries yeah end up, you know um with infections right and have to go back to surgery to get it fixed like that that's sad yeah like i i was watching an episode of botched like on e yeah and this girl like i think at 18 like again her boyfriend was like yeah let's increase your cup size or whatever and then she had to go back and did it and like popped and like all this other yeah. stuff and like, oh, she God. went back like four times <gasps> and he just like broke it off and like was like ended up with some other girl oh my god she was just like left with this like yeah like messed up like but like yeah that's what i'm saying y'all can see my face i am suicide like what's just heartbreaking when it gets to like that yeah and you're just doing it for someone else and not yourself that's just yeah because like what if you got butt injections because you're like oh people like this is what people want for me and then, like, what if 10 years down the line, a flat ass, well, God forbid, a flat ass, that's <laughs> whatever he's looking for, and you got this big old lumpy disc booty. Yeah. Or, <laughs> okay, hopefully you get a better <laughs> But let's say you get, like, the perfect booty as of, like, 2019. Yeah. But then, like, in 2029, it's like, who you want, like, small butt, mm-hmm. you know, and small boobs and stuff, but you got all the surgery. Yeah. Like, what do you do at that point? I mean, there are a couple cases of people who've gone to like reduce it, like Kate yeah, Michelle. I, was just about to say, yeah. I know reduced her butt size. I think the Am- Amber Rose. Amber Rose no, reduced her chest. Yeah. chest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people do it if you're like, you know, this is no longer for me. Then mm-hmm. I think we should embrace people who want to like modify their bodies to yeah. be more comfortable. Um, yeah. It's just hard to keep up mm-hmm. if you were doing surgery for other yeah people. Yeah, or like. like public pressure or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to want to, like, I remember growing up, my my nose was, like, way too big for my face. And, like, when I was, like, in middle school or, like, high school, I remember distinctly growing up being, like, I can't wait till I turn 18 mm-hmm. so I can, like, get nose, a nose job and everything. Yeah. And I'm just, like, who am I talking about? But then I when I, like, actually, like, grew up and, like, my nose is exactly like my dad's nose. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, I can't even. Well, first of all, like, I love it now. And I just, I grew up and I grew into it. And it's just, it's who I am. But also I'm just, like, I'm not going to 
get like a whole new nose that I can't even identify with. Like, you know, like this is like my dad's nose, it's my nose, I love it. And it's just you just have to like grow into like, grow into who you are. Yeah. You know? For sure. Yeah. And I wonder, was that like influenced by what you saw other people's Yeah, I think it was more so like just having again like going off of like guys growing up and it's like oh like i just like you know like you want like a skinnier skinnier nose like slimmer face or whatever and also i went to like a i went to an all-white um middle school in high school and all like you know all their noses are like so slim and the roman nose yeah and all that that's called oh (laughs) the long like thin nose Mm -hmm. And just like being like Nigerian, like standing out and just having this big nose, and you're like, oh my gosh, like, and that's hard when everybody else is when white, yeah, completely no one looks like you, yeah, 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 because you can't even have like other people to be like, oh, well, I mean, your nose is not like that, it's kind of like, I'm pretty, yeah, (laughs) European noses are very different than other ethnicities' noses, yeah, Yeah. oh, for sure, yeah, it's like even in Asia. Our beauty of standard is European, like light skin, um, like small nose, small, like long mm-hmm. nose, like double eyelid, which is like not what every Asian person has, especially like, I think like Koreans prominently have monolids. Mm-hmm. Um, my family has uh, double eyelids, but mm-hmm. like to me, I remember growing up and that was like a huge, like, I can't remember how many, like, I can't even count how many times people have told me like, Oh, like your eyes are, you know, they're so big, you know, like you're so lucky. Uh. And I'm like, oh, you know, and I hear that growing up like all my life to me. I'm like, oh, okay. But like to me, I look at my family and like we all look the same. Yeah. So to me, like even my niece and nephew, when they were born, they're like, I hope, you know, they develop a duck, like a second eyelid. Uh, I'm like, I don't think it's that serious. Um, So I hope that, like, we start to embrace this. Like, the number one surgery in Korea is double eyelids. So there must be some standard of, like, if you don't have Mm -hmm. these eyes, like, you're, you know, not pretty. Or, like, Mm -hmm. if your skin is not, like, pale or, like, around the skin tone, then that's, like, you're not, you're, you're, like, just not beautiful and I'm like, that's just so crazy. Well, that's also like a thing in the African American culture too. And a lot of other cultures, like yeah. colorism, is where India yeah. goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's also another sad issue too. Yeah. Like Black China, Black China came out with this like white, like white notions or something like that. And then she specifically targeted Nigeria, which is like the number one place where everyone like wants to bleach their skin. And it's just like, why would you? But, like, why would you want to target, I guess, your own, you know, like, you should, if anything, you should be an advocate to say, like, you know, like, love the skin that you're in. Yeah. But it's kind of sad that you're, like, targeting people who, you know. Is she Nigerian? No. But, I mean, she's black. So, mm-hmm. like, you would hope that you wouldn't want to go to, like, a country yeah. <laughs> to, like, yell that kind of, you know. Yeah. And she looked gray in that picture. Like, yeah. there was, like, a advertisement and her skin looked grayish. Uh-huh. I was like, that does not even look good. Yeah. (laughs) Look, there's just so much with body image. There really is. It's a lot to unpack. (laughs) Right. Because then when you have, like, the change, I don't know, I feel like growing up there was just, I don't know about you two, but I just remember, like, so much emphasis on, like, every little thing, um... Because my parents are like, oh, you're getting big. Like, mm-hmm. um, oh, because like in Asia, girls are more petite. Mm-hmm. And so I just remember like always being said like, oh, uh, like, oh, you must eat a lot. Like comments like oh. that, you know. Wow. Right. And you're like, I was literally yeah, like six child. or seven, yeah. you know. I'm like, oh, okay. But to me, I just kind of rebelled and I was like, fuck it. Uh-huh. I'm going to eat the shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to eat as much as I want to yeah. eat. You know, and they would make these comments and I would just kind of like. Mm. do it anyways in yeah. spite of people mm-hmm. and I remember like very clearly they're like oh you need to lose weight like I remember hearing that at a very young age oh, like wow. oh you need to lose weight and like to me I was a kid so I was oh. like but I mean as a kid you don't know realize yeah. like I'm just a kid yeah you're kind of like I mean why like I was very much like why and I like I didn't take it to heart where, like, I, I was insecure about it, but I didn't take it to heart where I felt, like, toxic about it, mm-hmm. which I feel like a lot of people definitely could have. Yeah. And I've known people who have definitely taken it, and it's affected their, um, how they see themselves. Yeah. Even if they are not very big, like, right. every little thing, yeah. they're like, 
oh, my thighs are starting to touch. Yeah. Oh, like, my arms are starting to get jiggly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, just, like, the littlest things they'll yeah. notice because they've been so trained to mm-hmm. be so conscious yeah. of every little thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember very distinctly, too, that my brother was like, well, May, if, you know, no one wants to marry you, I'm here. Oh, <laughs> my God. Because I was, like, chunky. Like, I was a chunky kid. But, like, I remember, like, they said that. But they were coming from, like, a loving, like, a jokingly loving place. Yeah. But like it's, it's just, still, like... But it's still... You're just, like, no, that's still like, in your... You're still talking about it today. Like, it's still in your yeah. mind. Yeah. You know? like, I remember that clearly. Because yeah. I was, like... You know, and I didn't... Like, I remember not taking it, like, very... Yeah. But I remember I was, yeah. like, oh, no one's going to want to marry me. Yeah. Like, I remember thinking that. I didn't take it, like... I took it lightly, but I still remember yeah. that. And I was, like, whoa. Yeah. And so, and then I remember, like, after I hit puberty and, like, you know, things kind of, like, stretched out. Everyone was like, oh, look at it. You're not fat anymore. And I was like, whoa. Like, I went back to, I went to China to visit, like, my grandma. Uh And the people who saw me when I was, like, in second grade, they were like, oh, look at you. You know, you've grown up and now you're... You know, you like evened out and you look good. You're not fat anymore. That's like, like, you just hurtful knowing that yeah. the first thing they say when they see you is like, wow, you're not fat anymore. Yeah. Oh, that was the first thing they said. You look though. better. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like fobs are super cool. They're not even fobs because they still live in. I mean, because, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. still there, uh-huh. so they're not flaws. But they were like right off the bat, like, "Oh, you're not fat no more." Right? Like, <laughs> like what? Hello? Yeah, like, no. <laughs> like, How are you? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> can we hug? Like, you're like, shit. You're <laughs> in college now. Like, oh, no. <laughs> anything else? No. My achievements. Like, yeah. <laughs> so with that, like, long story, I'm wondering, like, what was your choose like growing up upbringing like how was that like with body image was there any emphasis on body image or was it just kind of go through the flow i guess you can go well mine was um i guess in the beginning mine was totally fine like i was just like growing up i willy-nilly like you know whatever like it was it, I, I had like no kind of like thought of it at all and then again when i went to my middle school and I was like surrounded with like a different, different kinds of people, and then they were all like so skinny, mm. and I was just kind of like I wasn't like I wasn't like anything. I don't know. I guess I was just like awkward and like weird. But I would just like look at them and be like, oh, like she has this, like you know they have this and this and that. And I was just like, oh, why don't I like why aren't my thighs like this? I guess, and like that kind of like stemmed into me too. And then where like, was this? in like middle in middle school oh okay like sixth seventh eighth grade mm-hmm. and um and then i'm just gonna like say this which whatever it was like a big secret but then i used to be bulimic because i was like oh my gosh like i want to be like super skinny which is crazy because like you would eat i wouldn't eat anything i think i would eat like toast and like butter mm-hmm. and like oreos and like that was it <laughs> which is kind of weird but then like i yeah like for like all day like mm-hmm. like it was like an entire summer mm-hmm. i think i lost like 40 pounds oh my god it's kind of scary how like i don't know i think it's kind of scary how like you can like look you can feel one way and like look in a mirror like mm-hmm. not even yeah. see you mm-hmm. yeah like some like one person sees something and then you look in the mirror you see something totally yeah. different and it's such a like play on your mind it's it's so scary mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like, and then from there, I was like, that's, I was just, I just kind of got myself out of it. I was like, this isn't, this isn't cool. And like my stomach started like acting up, which it still affects me today. Cause like, I still get like ulcers and stuff like that. If I take, you know, like too much, like, as like, you know, acidic food. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just like started playing sports and that's when I became, I became like more like fitness oriented mm. and then all that stuff and then gained my muscles and all that and I just kind of went down that journey instead but yeah I don't know I guess like being I guess going back like just I think it's good to be surrounded with like like-minded people yes. <laughs> like especially when you're growing up at such a young age and your mind is like so like influenced by other things mm-hmm. um but yeah I don't know I think just yeah so like that kind of influenced my mind but like at home it was never like a it was never like a oh like you're getting kind of actually a little bit like my I was my brothers are super like into fitness too and all that stuff and they would always be like let's work out or like you know this time and third and like the only reason I got into running because my brother 
um, started running, and I was like, oh, like I need to beat him in running. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> running too, like yeah, all that stuff. So it was like a, it was like more competitive at home, but never like a, like oh, like you're getting kind of you're getting kind of chunky. Like you need to like lose some weight, kind of thing. It was mm-hmm. just more like outside of the home, which is kind of scary to look back on because Mm -hmm. oh so it was all outside influences it was not like it was definitely more outside just surrounded by like and like they like no one was like calling me out on being like fat or anything Mm -hmm. it was just more like literally it was all internal just being like oh like Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to get my legs to this you know this Mm -hmm. size I need to fit into these jeans that because they're all buying like seven jeans in the size two or whatever and I was like what? <laughs> like, I remember that was such a thing. Right. Yeah. And like skinny jeans came out and I was like, oh my gosh, like this, So it was just mainly like who I was hanging around with, but like not not them being like, oh, you need to do this. It was just more like me being like, oh shit, I feel like I need to be this. I keep up you know. with the Joneses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a weird way. Yeah. You didn't feel like you were the same as them, so something must be wrong. Right. But and which is Yeah, exactly. But it's just I guess yeah, but had I gone up, like, you know, in a public school or whatever, and just, like, saw everybody else just, like, chilling, maximum relaxing, <laughs> like, doing her thing, would have been a whole different yeah. kind of story, maybe. But, yeah. Did your parents, like, see that you were losing a lot of weight, and then that kind of... No, it's funny, because they did, but they never knew, I don't think no one in my family knew that I was bulimic, but... um Actually, like only like five people know, and you guys, and like this podcast. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing this. Like, sharing oh that. my gosh! Yeah. And I'm so glad you are healthy, right. glowing, glowing, living like, your best life, right? Weaning, yeah, all the things. Oh, yeah. Um. No, I started playing soccer, eighth grade, and then my mom would say it she was like oh like she did notice I lost a lot of weight and like so did, like my hairdresser because I remember we went one time I was getting my perm and then she was like her name's Shama she was like oh like you got so skinny my mom's like yeah she's been playing soccer yeah it was like a timing thing I guess and then, mm. but yeah no they never knew I was like I feel like I didn't even know what they would do oof I didn't even want to think about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I don't know how my parents yeah, were right? I'm trying to think like I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. My parents are, like, really fob. So, I don't... I just don't know. That's interesting. (laughs) Um, I guess I share my story growing up. Um, Well, for me, like, I grew up overweight. Like, I don't have a memory, like, not being overweight. And so is the rest of my family. Like, mm-hmm. every single person we all. And I think it was um, really because I'm one of four children, single mother, and she's working around the clock, you know. And a lot of the food we had at home was, like, more, like, junk food or, like, um, preserved food, stuff that's in the freezer you can throw in the microwave kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so none of us were really mindful of our nutrition mm-hmm. um, and having, like, healthy meals or portion control or any of that. Mm-hmm. So um, even just that's all, like, my grandma, auntie, like, everyone's overweight. So... For me, it was, like, normal, and it was enabled, right? Like, you don't, like, this is your reality, and you don't really know anything outside of that. Um, And, like, elementary school, it actually, like, it teased for my weight, um, and I would get, like, bullied about that. And so that's when I, like, started becoming aware, like, oh, like, this isn't normal. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I know that, like, that insecurity definitely carried through to, like, middle school. I would, like, only wear, like, a zip-up hoodie, even Mm -hmm. when it's, like, 90 degrees in California, you know what I mean? Um, just because I didn't feel comfortable with my body because of the way other people would react to me mm-hmm. um, in in my, yeah. And, yeah, and that carried through high school, too. It wasn't until, like, college that I really, like, began to understand my body and nutrition and, like, lean into exercise and start taking care of my body and really learn about it. Um, but inside the home, like, no one would comment about your weight because everyone was in the same boat yeah. right like yeah. everyone's eating these unhealthy things yeah. or your mother is buying it for you you know they might comment if you didn't eat it I, yeah like i remember vividly as a kid like you know on sunday dinner if you didn't finish your plate like you would be in trouble mm-hmm. like it was like an insult if you didn't mm-hmm. finish your food yeah right mm-hmm. like or as a kid like we would have like fish on fridays and like 
I didn't like fish. And if I didn't finish my fish, like, I would literally, like, get smacked. Like, like a light pat on the head. Mm-hmm. It's like, you need to finish your food, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like that kind of home culture, I think, yeah. really wasn't healthy as far as, like, my approach and, like, understanding of food and body image. Um, but now, I'm, as an adult, I'm doing a lot of, like, unlearning mm-hmm. and, like, reverse psychology on like nutrition and health and like exercise and the way I approach every one of those things in my daily life um yeah yeah what were like the moments where you were like okay I need to like people don't eat like this Mm -hmm. like maybe I need to do things that I don't understand or know like when did you start doing that it was research freshman year of college so like for me that was like my first time of course like moving away from home like really being like I didn't, like, go to summer camps or anything like that. So it was my first time being with people from different backgrounds and, like, seeing the way other people lived. Mm-hmm. And, like, people on my floor, my, you know, my dorm floor were like, oh, we're going to the gym. You want to come with? And I was like, no. I had never been to a gym before. You know, something like that. I was like, no. Um, but eventually I got more comfortable with, like, oh, like, I would see people, like, jogging in the class or jogging around school or just, like, exercising. And I was like, maybe I should exercise you know and like you know my roommates would encourage me and we would all go together and like in the dining hall it was like okay like if I want to like get healthier I can't eat like a burrito or a hamburger every night for dinner like let me start eating some salads and some soups or like some chicken or whatever it was and like I think freshman year like really opened my eyes especially Mm -hmm. since at my university is like health is really important Mm -hmm. and there are a ton of healthy choices. And Where like, did you go? UCLA. Mm, okay. Yeah. And, like, there was a recreation center and, and a great gym. And, like, they encourage students to use these resources. Uh-huh. And, like, hearing it every day, like, really drilled down in me. Like, you can... you Like, everything you need is at the tip of your fingers. Yeah. Take it and run with it. Uh-huh. And, yeah, that definitely opened my eyes to a lot of things. Talk about the... I kind of want to hear... If you guys don't know, Elise is on her little fit thing right <laughs> yes. now. Yes, and she's please. vegan. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Talk about the moment because I feel like there are moments where I'll be like, Elise, like, let's work out. <laughs> and you'll be like, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> I guess I want to hear you talk about the moment when you were like, all right, I feel like. I feel like you were, like, scared of the gym, and now you're like, no, like, I'm going to conquer this fear. Like, here I am now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it really started, like, last year, kind of, like, last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and before that, like, I, I would have conversations with Chi-Chi, like, how I had, like, workout anxiety. Like, which has been, I think, stemming back all the way to, like, middle school. Uh-huh. You know, when you're, like, forced to run a mile, and I was always the last one. Like, stuff like that. I'm like, I don't want to work out because I felt like I would fail at it, basically. Mm-hmm. And that, even sometimes still, even though I get, go to the gym like five times a week, I still get workout anxiety sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just some some things that just take a while to unroot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what started last summer, I just, I went, I traveled abroad and I had some time to like really be by myself and think about like, what is it that I want from the future? And like, am I happy where I am now? What is my trajectory? And I had the opportunity to like spend some time with my family in Germany and one of my sisters has five, well now six children. Um, and I really... Go her. You know, this is incredible. But being in their household and like being around this kid and knowing that's something I wanted in the future, it really made me think about my life and like, if I want children, like is my body healthy enough to bear them? Like, mm. and that, that's like in the future for me, but like thinking about like certain milestones or like thinking of like, okay, like I love myself, but like, I don't have a lot of dating prospects or like just thinking about certain aspects of my life in a different way um, and realizing like what can I do to everyone can make themselves better right Mm -hmm. Um, what can I do to really step up the bar and like better my life and just like having that time to like travel and think I came back with like this fire I was like okay like let, like really off the bat, I remember August first. I was like, "Let's go!" Yes. I was like, January first. Yes. Like I just, I had this new vision for my life, and uh-huh. I was like, "I know that what I want centers around me, like getting healthy physically." Mm-hmm. And like, yes, I was vegan, but you can eat like shit and mm-hmm. be vegan. You know what I mean? And that's what mm-hmm. I was doing. Mm-hmm. So. 
I just, I went full sail ahead and I was like in the gym. I was in a, a lot of this, I can thank my roommate for because she's been huge and like encouraging me and being my gym buddy and like keeping me accountable and like mm-hmm. helping me vent through my frustrations or like when I don't feel like I'm going, mm-hmm. like, no, like, you know, like we should go, you know? So I think having that support system was really huge for me too. Um, and she, she too, like she's been super encouraging and, <laughs> um, but I think once I set my mind on it, like I'm going to get healthy yeah. and I just ran with it and what is now like seven, eight months later and still yes. going, I'm like 32 pounds down and that's crazy. Yeah. I feel a lot stronger, not just physically, but mentally. I think the biggest change yeah. for me has been mentally in a lot of different areas of my life. Like the way I approach work, relationships, mm-hmm. you know, committing to things or like not flaking and like. Yeah, it's been very, very transformative. For sure. Yeah, because it sounds like you're challenging your mental. Yeah. Yes, it's all mental. It's like your mind controls what your body does your mind is and so not powerful. the other way around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that we forget that a lot. Mm-hmm. But once you can get over that hump or that barrier in your mind, like you can do anything, literally, literally anything. It's more mind than body. Mm-hmm. There are times when you're like running on the treadmill and I'm like a still, like I was the same way. Like yeah. I was the last person in the mile coming yeah. in like 12 minutes oh, or like yeah. whatever. Tw- if we can all I was like 12. I was like 16. I was like 15 actually. I was definitely one of the last right. in mile run that we had to do. Yeah. yeah. I, was yeah. I hated those. But then you're just like me like running on a treadmill and like when you start thinking about anything else besides actually running on a treadmill and you, you just like realize you're like Three miles deep, and yeah. you're like, when did that? Yeah, when did that happen? Yeah, <laughs> so I was like running along. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's all, it's all mental. Everything mm-hmm. is mental. Everything's mental. It's crazy. And yeah, I just want to like use that fuel and like continue to push, and, like encourage people. Yes, queen. Because <laughs> like I feel like running is something I'm really. I just feel like my endurance is not there and all my this stuff, and so like. But that like stops me from signing up for runs and stuff because I'm like, oh, this is, and I think it is mental. Yeah. Like I only like the last two weeks started realizing it's all in my head. Oh, 100%. And I'm like, oh, people are going to see me as like someone who can finish it. I can't, like, I don't think I can finish it, but I'm like, but why not like try to achieve something? And when you do it and then you finish it's gonna feel so amazing and great it's literally just like you stopping yourself because like even so like i i i run but then i stop for so long i have to like start back over again and even i have to start over it's still just like oh man like i'm nervous i'm not gonna be able to do this in time or whatever or like even like i've been trying to sign up for like a half marathon but i'm still like so scared i don't know for what Mm -hmm. but like you know it's still just it's, it's just like you stopping yourself and something you said a second ago that was interesting you're like people will you know, what if I don't finish and people notice? Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of the things that stop us is like our perception of like what is so and so yeah. gonna think of me? What are these mm-hmm. or like if you, you get gym anxiety, you know, you go to the gym and you're just like, I don't know what to do with these weights, like people see me with the, this machine and I don't know what I'm doing, they're gonna stare at me. You know what I mean? Like I feel like we put a lot of that like pressure from what other people might think onto ourselves and that mm-hmm. stops us in our tracks. Right, like when I realized that, I was like, oh, I sound stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, who, who's going to be like looking at me and like, oh, she's like, she's like, she couldn't finish. And if they think that some type of way, I'm like, I don't know them and yeah. they don't matter. Exactly. Or like, yeah. you're never gonna even if I didn't know them, yeah. it's like, you know, it was hard. I'm going to try again, yeah, you know, exactly. like, you know, it's too bad this one didn't work out, but you know, the mm-hmm. next one, but yeah. I'm like, it just sounds ridiculous that I was, like, thinking it through my head. Like, why am I so scared to mm-hmm. run or, like, to sign up? Yeah. And I was like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, it's what I'm scared other people will think. Like, people I know will mm-hmm. see that, like, oh, like, she couldn't do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but people aren't thinking that. Mm-hmm. And, like, probably not going to think that. But even if they did, it's like, so what? So mm-hmm. I'm like this just all sounds so stupid that I just need to sign up. <laughs> yeah. No, yes. Even, like, the people who are encouraging outside, like, even the people at the gym who are just like, oh, like, come on, you can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, like, I was, like, running at Lake Mirror at one time in the bay, and then, like, yes, I'm that's, my, that's my favorite running spot. Oh, I love it. I love it. I they love have like stairs Mary. there, too? Yes. Oh, you gotta go to the stairs. Oh, it's so my place. <laughs> but I was, like, about, I think I had, I was, like, close on the, the finishing three miles or whatever, and I think I had, like, 0.5, and I started, like, 
I, I'm like, I started walking or like, like jogging mm-hmm. or whatever. And this guy comes up behind me. He's like, come on, you can do it. You can do it. Like you got half a mile left. And that's just like, even that's just so encouraging. It's just like, that's all you need to someone else to be like, no, like you got my support too. Like keep yeah. on going. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's so helpful. Yeah. And thinking that even today when I was going down this steep path in Runyon, I was really worried that I'd fall, and the lady was like, no, you got it. Yeah. No, I'm here. I'm like, she's like, I'm right here. And I was like, oh, she's such a mom. Oh, 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 look at that loving nature. She's like, oh, you got, you got this. Like, yes. I'm right here. And I'm like, I don't even know you, but you're here as, like, my lever. Like, yes. you know, you're just here catching me. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. And she knows if I fall on her, we're both going down. Hello. <laughs> 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 Oh, people are, you know, really encouraging and they can see mm-hmm. that they just you just need like a little push. Just a little push. Mm-hmm. And then you just make it across the finish line. Mm-hmm. Whew. Ugh. Well, we thought we <laughs> unpacked a lot today. Yes. You know, we unpacked a lot today. Yeah. Um and so what are your goals like recently that you want to work on? Like self goals, I guess. For like body image, or just I don't like, even want to say especially for body image, but maybe like personal health because mm-hmm. I think that reflects too off of yeah your just, body image and what people perceive you as. I um, and Elise knows this. I gave up meat and sweets for Lent. I said for sweets last night. Which, whoops. <laughs> I can't <laughs> but, <say> it. <laughs> it pop. Um, but I like noticed the difference in my body, and it's it's I just felt so much like even like mentally better mm-hmm. like my body just didn't feel so like way down but like I don't know I guess just I ate a, I ate a lot of meat Nigerians eat meat day in day out like day out it's like not a thing to be vegetarian or mm-hmm. vegan or anything um but I don't know I think now I'm just gonna start trying to eat less meat or like yes. just cutting it out like day by day a little mm-hmm. bit and like trying like more vegan options and more like plant-based and more like you can just like eat. I had some. I went to a Thai place last night, and I had vegetable curry. It was so good. I was like, "What? I didn't know it was gonna be this good without some chicken in it." Like, yeah. it, was just, like, it was bomb, and you don't feel like you're like being dragged down, you know. Mm-hmm. So, by all the protein. Um, so that's like one of my goals, and just be like become more like tone. I'm like, my toneness back. <laughs> well, a question with that, like, do you think your parents? Uh, what's your parents' reaction if you were to be like, hey, I'm not eating meat? They would support that. Yeah, it would happen. It's funny because my majority of like Nigerian dishes are plant-based. Mm, okay. Like, they just add, like, the meat in it, but, like, the base of it is all, is all, like, vegetables. Okay. Or, like, like, jollof rice can be 100% vegan. Mm-hmm. They just, like, add the meat in it for, you yeah. know, for themselves. Um, but I don't know, I think they would, my mom actually told my mom the other day, and she was like, I want to try that, I want to try it for like a month or something, Aww, I'm like, yeah, like, they would just be, <laughs> right, they would be all for it, yeah, yeah. I love that. that's great, that's something, I'm excited to see this, uh, I know. transition, right, when I come back, <laughs> it'll be like, Elise and Chi Chi, yes, yes. part of you regrets or is like opposed to right so once you're like all in then it'll it'll be like easy mm-hmm. like breathing yeah like yeah. riding a bike you never forget um i think that's great yeah. i one of my goals is just to like continue being consistent with my exercise because um i have been but it's just like some, like i'm like okay i want to like get to the year mark of like from August to 2018 to like August 2019 and mm-hmm. say like you know what like I was consistent mm-hmm. for that full year and like this 
year of consistency is setting me up for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. right? In good health. And that's what I want, just to like continue carrying that forward. And yes. yeah. Yes. What are your like tips for both of you to like stay on the journey that you're on? Like not just like motivation, but like maybe like tips and tricks to make sure you stay vegetarian for mm-hmm. that month of Lent. Or to stay consistent. Like, what are your... That's so funny because I feel like we're, like, perfect to give each other advice. I know. It's like, you know. It's perfect. That's hilarious. You um, call Elise and she calls you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we kind of low-key do it anyway. We do. Like, we do. Yeah. I'm always like, yeah, like, yes, girl, go to the gym. Yeah. Go to the gym tonight. Yeah. Accountability yeah. buddies. Oh, yeah. for sure. It's so important. Yeah. Well, I mean, for just speaking of accountability in regard to, like, exercise, like, that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And that's been my biggest motivator just like someone like girl you tripping you better go to the gym you know what I mean like you just need someone to like get you out of your head and that changes everything Mm -hmm. and also it's just like it's some days it's really not about motivation it's about commitment and just like dedication yeah like it's not about how I feel it's not about what I want to do right now Mm -hmm. like I'm prioritizing this in my life for a reason and I'm going to do it no matter what how emotional I am or whatever it is obviously Mm -hmm. like do things in a healthy manner and like Mm -hmm. don't overdo yours like it's very important to find balance in your life um if you need a break take a break but um some people are like, you know, I only go to the gym when I feel super motivated. Like, that's not reality, yeah. and you're mm-hmm. not going to feel like that every day. So it's just about making it a part of your day and continue to push through. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like it's consistency, like, all the way yeah. around. Consistency and, like, mental. Yeah, just consistency and, like, mentality. Yeah. Like, I know, like, going back, we were saying, like, we need to, like, do some workouts, like, in the field, like, right outside of work yeah. and, like, all this other stuff. And, like, I'm, I feel like making a cautious I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day but I was like oh my gosh if we have a brunch I need to like have a vegan option for <laughs> like, you know just like I don't know just, sweet. just yeah just it's just more about like I said consistency yeah yeah it's just like your key it's super key man to so many things mm-hmm. it's everything yeah and then one thing before we end because I remembered like I wanted to bring this up like I saw this thing on Instagram where they were saying how uh, post and what do you call them like before and after pictures on uh-huh. Instagram are body shaming mm-hmm. saying like mm-hmm. your before is a shame and then like your current is what you should be so it's like body shaming your before picture and so I wanted to get your thoughts like do you think a before and after picture is positive or negative or you know what's your spin on it because I thought that was a very interesting take and I never thought about it like that before mm-hmm. until people were like they're counterproductive or their body shaming i feel like i thought about this too once before and i feel like i i see it in a way where it's like before they thought they were living in a way that was unhealthy but like now after it's like they're living in a healthier Mm -hmm. you know like healthier i guess like more stable life so i wouldn't see it as like body shaming like oh like you were fat or overweight or whatever it's just more like no i just got like on a healthier route now Mm Because even, like, regardless, again, like, everyone's body is different, like, you know, so, I don't know, I can't, yeah, I don't know, I think my, my take on it is just, I, I just kind of see it as, like, healthy, instead of, like, and motivational, and motivational, yeah, instead of, like, oh, like, shame on you for thinking this body wasn't, yeah, I think this body was great, okay. yeah, I, I think it's also about, like, the way it's framed up, like, in, like, the caption that goes along with it, like, mm-hmm. if it's someone who's, like, you know, self-deprecating their old photo, mm-hmm. then that's not healthy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I was so unhealthy and I was so overweight, and, but now I'm great, yeah. you know, like, yeah. that's another story than someone be like, this is what I look like six months ago and this is what I look like now mm-hmm. because of the hard work and dedication yeah. I put in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think overall, like you guys said, it's motivational. And for me, like, even in my journey, like, instead of like, wait, I do weigh myself sometimes, but like tracking photos of my body is like, it helps you see the progress. Mm-hmm. And I think it's motivational for other people because they can see like, wow, like your body has changed so much because of the work you've been doing. So I don't, I view it as, a, as it a positive mm-hmm. thing. Um, but of course it depends on how the person who's sharing that um, mm-hmm. speaks about it as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Cause I feel like I also saw a caption recently where it was, I forgot what they said, but the tone of it was also like, it, the tone seemed kind of negative because it was like you need to get out of your like you know you're like fat 
you know, like mm-hmm. self or whatever, and Ooh. come over to like the, I don't know, like but mm-hmm. something like that. It was like from a from like a trainer, and I was like, okay, well, that's not gonna get me to like sign up for <laughs> yeah. your stuff, like right. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to turn work your out fat self you. to uh, your yeah. new yeah. Like, self, like right. what? Yeah, no. <laughs> it was something that was. I, I get what you're saying. I, I think that's what made me think about it. So I was like, that was like, oh well, that's kind of interesting because they're using it in a way where it was like, yeah, like you know. In a negative light, mm-hmm. instead of using it for like a positive, like motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it depends on their take and yeah. how they post yeah. it. Yeah. It's not if, like you said, if they say like shaming things to yeah. their previous self mm-hmm. or like previous body size, I guess because they're still the same person, but their previous uh, weight mm-hmm. and the way they look to their current, that's not productive. Yeah. Yeah. Not... Yeah. yeah. I remember I saw an influencer post that, and I was like, oh, that's very interesting. But I thought, like, I was just, like, very curious. Like, do other people think this way? But it just sounds like it depends on who mm-hmm. who is writing the post, what they say. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, thank you, too, for this podcast. Yes. Yeah. This was great. This was yeah. awesome. Yeah, me, too. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And all information is in the show notes, the people that were on the podcast today. And if you have questions, comments, anything like that, hit me on my Twitter or Instagram at thatgirlmaywoo. Stay blessed.